Good morning, this is Matt Berman from Philly Made Creative. You're listening to Made From Scratch, and today's segment is all about branded entertainment. It's power, the reason why larger brands really need to consider having a strategy for it, and how to uh, create sort of a winning formula if there is such a thing. So if you're not really familiar with what branded entertainment is, or if you think it's the same thing as branded content, I would say that there's actually a bit of a distinction. Branded content is pretty much anything that a company slaps their name on, video, Instagram account, um, anything that they're producing that's meant to brand them, advertise them, market them, that's branded content, and uh, that's just basic. Branded entertainment is really where you take your brand and put it as the subject of a film or a song or a theatrical production or a piece of merchandise or you turn your company and your brand into a piece of entertainment, something that people not only um, are attracted to watch rather than repelled to watch or experience, but something they might even pay money to watch, paying money to see an advertisement. Is that possible? Can you make advertising profitable? That's the goal of branded entertainment. And uh, so this is um, really interesting if you're not familiar with it and if your company hasn't ever taken it on because it's still pretty loosely defined and it's less regulated than what we typically think of when it comes to brand messages. So if you think about it, um, on Instagram, even influencers now and their brands have to identify as being sponsored by. If you think about a linear television commercial, it's very interruptive. You know when the TV show stops and when the advertising starts. Um, there's probably good reason for that. You know, the question is how many consumers are really aware of any of these differences and distinctions and how pervasive is it? Well, uh, for a really great case where branded entertainment worked, uh, was transparent, and it seems like it was valuable for everyone involved is PepsiCo's recent film, Uncle Drew. So if you don't know about it, it's about an aging basketball star played by Kyrie Irving. And uh, it's really a, a, apparently a fine piece of entertainment. It's a sports comedy, heartfelt kind of a thing. Um, but if you look above the line, this looks like a regular Hollywood production. It's about an $18 million budget, uh, Summit Entertainment, um, Kyrie Irving, other basketball stars are in it. Wick Godfrey and Marty Bowen are producers. Uh, these guys did Maze Runner together. Marty Bowen worked on Power Rangers. Wick Godfrey uh, did the Twilight series. The director of Drumline, Charles Stone III. I mean, these are these are all people who've been involved in major and successful franchises, no less. Um, so more than qualified as a team and with materials and resources to make a commercial, that's for sure. And um, Washington Post writer Pat Padua wrote, quote, surprise, it's pretty good, uh, end quote, despite the fact that he also acknowledges it's, quote, basically a Pepsi ad, end quote. So, you know, people who are discerning, and I'd say most of the general public probably understood by the amount of times the Pepsi brand and products were placed that, um, that this is clearly, you know, somehow beneficial to Pepsi. If people on the consumer level don't understand exactly how the business works, I'm sure that they're aware on some kind of superficial level that the brand uh, benefits and, and led their part in the film, especially how much it centers around them. 
Um, so here are some of the shocking things, right? Because you could also imagine a brand tries to shove themselves into a, a piece of entertainment and it completely bombs. There's plenty of movies out there that studios and agencies and um, actors think are going to be very successful and they are ultimately not very successful. So despite the fact that they had an all-star um, cast and distributor and director and producers and all that, there's no guarantee that these things will work. However, um, all signs point to that this really did work because it opened around $15 million, its debut, so it, it, it recouped a large part of whatever the budget would be. And even if the distributor and producers and brand are um, splitting that revenue, however they split that, a brand making back any amount of money on um, a piece of advertising is great and chances are that Summit Entertainment and some other uh, executive producers and financiers might have gotten involved. They could have gotten tax credits to get 20 or 25 percent of their investment back. Um, once this is out of the theaters, it could be run on television and mobile streaming services. Uncle Drew is now, you know, a heartfelt uh, character in the, in the minds of parents and their kids. So there's merchandising. I mean, they launched a new franchise and uh, this is a really powerful case of where a brand is recognizing their part in a cultural moment, creating such a cultural moment and having that benefit their brand. Now, um, how, how important is it that consumers know exactly what's going on here? I, I haven't seen the film yet, but I don't know that when you get your ticket or when you sit down and the title cards are rolling, if Pepsi's name comes up. If it does, maybe that's enough. Maybe that's enough that when before screening a, lo a long form piece of content that a brand says, hey, we did this so that everyone is aware that any use of their brand is likely an advertising message. Um, if they didn't do that, I don't know that they have to. It's still pretty obvious. There's plenty of press around their involvement and it. it's no secret. But um, I think the fact is that the regulations are a little bit behind on this. The industry practices and standards are a little bit behind on this. And it's something to talk about. You know, my personal feeling about it is that a brand is supposed to make a difference with the products they sell. And if the marketing and advertising for that product or service can also make a difference in another industry with consumers, with the people that are already your customers, that's awesome. That's really, really awesome. And from an entertainment perspective, whoever wanted to get this story made originally, um, you know, what an amazing opportunity to not only have the entertainment industry and all these talented people agree to do this project, but to have one of the world's largest consumable goods um, co-sign it and all these talented athletes, you know, playing parts. I mean, it's really cool. It's very, very fun. And um, it's something to definitely investigate if you're in the ad business. It's definitely something to investigate if you're in the entertainment business. And if your company is not thinking about this, even on um, in small business or in, um, in mid-market companies, you know, there are inexpensive ways to create these kinds of moments and to do things that are creative with your brand that your competitors don't. Um, or in ways that marketing can actually turn into a profitable uh, endeavor. So that's the segment. Definitely check out Uncle Drew. Learn more about branded entertainment. This is Matt Berman from Philly Made Creative. You can check us out at www.phillymadecreative.com. Holler at us in South Philly. Can't wait to talk to you soon. Peace out.